Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Please have a seat, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome, one and all, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. But enough about me. John Baptiste won five Grammys last night. That's, I, we know that, dude. That's our friend from work. That's... Now, John's not here tonight. Uh, he's, he's on his way back. He's on his way back. He's still in airport security in Los Angeles explaining the five Grammy-shaped bulges in his pants. <laughs> but he is represented up there in our dome this evening, right there. Yeah! Deep! John took home uh, trophies for, let's see, uh, Best Music Video, Best American Roots Performance, Best American Roots Song, Best Score Soundtrack for Soul, and The Whole Enchilada, Album of the Year. (laughs) Album of the Year. Whole year. One album. Whole year. January to December. Calendar, fiscal, the whole thing. We Are, of course, the album's full name is We Are Gonna Win a Buttload of Grammys. <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised at all yeah. that John won Album of the Year. It doesn't, doesn't surprise me at all. You know who was surprised? John. <laughs> Take a look. And the Grammy goes to... We Are... John Baptiste. You can tell he didn't expect to go on stage because he wore his most casual rhinestone bishop's vestments. <laughs> the Pope needs to borrow his outfits. John's acceptance speech was incredibly moving. Here's how he kicked it off. You know, I I, I really, I believe this to my core. There is no best musician, best artist, best dancer, best actor. That's true. But there is a best album, and it's We Are (laughs) by John Baptiste. John also, John also took a moment to talk about the role music has played in his life. I love music. I've been playing since I was a little boy. I, I, it's more than entertainment for me. It's a spiritual practice. That is lovely. Also, I'd like to apologize to John for interrupting his spiritual practice for years with jokes about Rudy Giuliani's wine-soaked buffoonery. <laughs> and even though John won, he actually gave the audience an incredible prize, this performance of his song, Freedom. I move my body, you like this. I don't know why, but I 
can't believe I get a front row seat to that show every night. <laughs> right there. That's this, this right there. That's it. Front row seat. I also can't believe I have to pay a scalper $600 for that seat. <laughs> John ended the song by heading to the audience to dance on Billie Eilish's table. He does it all. He writes, he arranges, he sings, he dances. And right after the camera cutaway, he made Billie Eilish some tableside guac. So <laughs> unbelievably fresh. What's that thing called? The machotle? The machotle? Whatever. John wasn't the only winner at the Grammys. He was, it was also a huge night for 19-year-old pop sensation Olivia Rodrigo, who won three Grammys, including one for Best New Artist. But as she was walking on the red carpet, she accidentally dropped one of them and broke it. <laughs> now she has to buy it. Those are the rules. <laughs> That's what it says on the bottom. One powerful moment was when Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky made an appearance and called on the artists there to support Ukraine. The world, what's more opposite to music? Feel the silence with your music. Feel it today to tell our story. Adding, but not you, Kanye. We're dealing with enough already. <laughs> thank, thank you, though. Thank you. <laughs> Zelensky's Grammy appearance comes at a critical time for his country. Russia has almost completely pulled back from the area around Kyiv. And now that they're gone, <laughs> it is good news. That is good news, admittedly. That's good news, but now that they've pulled out, the world is getting a close look at the horrific path of destruction the Russians have left behind. And I'm not going to show you any of the footage because it's not safe for humans, but it's all over cable news if you want to go and, and find out what I'm talking about. Ukrainian officials describe what they found there as genocide and have launched an investigation into possible Russian war crimes. I'm going to save uh, everybody some time and pull the possible out of that sentence. It's for sure war crimes. Investigation done. It's, it's settled. Let's, let's move on to something less obvious, like figuring out if a bear poops in the woods. Of course, if it's a Russian bear, they call it a special military defecation. <laughs> There's one thorny issue with the war crimes issue. To hold a country responsible for war crimes, you might want to go through the UN Security Council, but as one of five permanent members, Russia would have veto power over any decision. That's insane. That's like if the Avengers consisted of Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Russia. <laughs> While the world waits for Russia to be held accountable, the people of Ukraine continue to defend their country in surprising ways. Remember that, um, that stalled, how long was it? Like a 40-mile-long Russian convoy of tanks and, and military equipment that was coming down from Belarus at the beginning of the war. Well, it was going to go down, it was going to circle Kiev, end of story. And it never happened. And there was a lot of speculation about why the convoy stopped. Were they bogged down in the mud? Did they run out of fuel? Did they get caught in the left turn lane in Home Depot just past the Arby's on Maple Street? <laughs> you don't see the turn-only arrow till you're right at the light, and then you're screwed because you can't shift over. Well, it turns out Ukrainians stopped the convoy through a series of night ambushes carried out by a team of special forces and drone operators on quad bikes, which began eight years ago as a group of volunteer IT specialists and hobbyists designing their own machines. Holy cow. That is... Yes. 
Ukraine is stopping Putin by tapping into their most precious resource, bored dads. <laughs> Who's laughing about my drone-making hobby now, huh? Next, I'm gonna defeat the whole Russian brigade using only my elaborate model train set and my collection of empty hot sauce bottles. <laughs> hey, Ivan, eat ghost pepper ass blaster. <laughs> How about some habanero colon killer? See, dads finish the sauces and they wash the bottles and they put a little shelf in their workroom. <laughs> Ukrainian resistance isn't just in the sky, it's also in the kitchen. Because Russian troops are getting poisoned food from Ukrainian residents. Well, yeah. <laughs> How you like them apples, Russia? And by the way, would you like an apple? <laughs> Ukrainians know that Russians are coming into their homes to loot, so they're taunting the Russians by leaving behind notes reading, guess where the poison is? <laughs> Damn, that is cold. You'd think the Russians would be good at that. It is their most popular board game. <laughs> wow. In addition, some 500 Russian troops have also become ill from alcohol poisoning of unknown origin. Now, I'm no doctor, but I'm gonna guess the origin of alcohol poisoning is alcohol. <laughs> And how does a Russian get alcohol poisoning? Vodka is the top of the Russian food pyramid. <laughs> the rest is potato. <laughs> and... Yeah. Is potato. Is potato. Is potato. <laughs> uh, in COVID news, uh, certain people are now eligible for another booster, those of us 50 and older. Some folks are going overboard because a German man got 90 COVID shots. Almost got away with it, but the German authorities grew suspicious when the man presented his vaccine card. More Late Show Poncho after this. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week, we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time, Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Brave the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. Very exciting. Very exciting. I gotta say, Lewis, 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 Mr. Lampley, Andia, you guys have been killing it this week. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night, we get John, Joe, and Nega will be back yeah, from the Grammys. Finally. You guys have been an amazing job for the last week. You guys have sounded incredible. I understand. We have a special guest with us tonight over there. Who do we have here on Man, guitar? We have the incredible Randy Runyon on guitar. Randy, thank you so much for being here. Good to see you. Were you? 
I'm so happy. Were you surprised at all? Like, what did you when that album of the year came up? Because that's the award. That's the album. It's, it's the most the award. The award. What did you think? I did a literal double take. You did. I, I, I was like, because you know he kind of took a second getting the word we out, and it was like, right. we. And I, I, it was like a Matrix moment. I didn't believe it. I heard like. <laughs> well, I already knew that John had won four of like, because he was nominated for 11, yeah. and eight of them had been in the pre ceremony. Yeah, like, and he won that afternoon. He'd already won four. I'm yep. like, well, I mean, he comes back a winner, including, you know, video of the year. Like, he's already a big deal. Then he lost the first two to, I think, to Silk Sonic, Silk Sonic. or something like that. Yep. I forgot. And then we get up to the album of the year, and uh, I'm like, has a brutal category. Yeah. There's yeah. some heavy hitters the in there, man. Heavy hitters. And then. Lenny, uh, Lenny Kravitz is up there. By the way, can we say something about Lenny Kravitz for a yes. second? First of all, are you gonna go my way? Kills it with that. Ooh. But he's wearing, like, I think no shirt and leather pants. He's got a jacket on and super the super epic. cool glasses. Yeah. And I had to look up how old he was. <laughs> I am two weeks older than Lenny Kravitz. Get out. I am two weeks Get older. Out. That's it. Which means, Logically, two weeks ago, I could have pulled off that outfit, but now <laughs> I, could have, I could have been in those, in those leather pants, those leather pants. And all I could think of when I see Lenny Kravitz in those leather pants, and we'll get back to John in a second, but when I think of Lenny Kravitz, <laughs> did you ever see that photo from like four years ago when Lenny, Lenny Kravitz was in concert and his pants split open? Oh, yeah, legendary. And it was all just like hanging out like the elephant walk there. He doesn't wear underwear under his leather pants. That's what we learned in that moment. Rockstar. That's the way the rock stars do it. I guess so. There's a lot of talcum powder, is all I gotta say. <laughs> so I'm saying to Evie, I'm going like, yeah, well, listen, I mean, look, he's already got four Grammys. It's what a great night. What an amazing performance. He's got nothing. It's gonna be great. I mean, obviously, he's not gonna win this category. Look at those people there. I mean, he's got every right to, but, you know, I don't know. It's who you know or whatever like that. And then when, when Leslie Kravitz says, we are, I'm like, oh, that's the name of John's album. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's what it does. And the, the only person who had a, 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 a stranger reaction than I did was John. Was actually, John. He, wow. Yeah. Oh. What's going on? He was like, what? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> congratulations to our friend. Can't yeah. wait to see him tomorrow night. Is that everything? Are we out? Should I go to commercial? Should I go? How long have I been talking? How long have I been talking? How long, how much of the act has just been on this and Lenny Kravitz's leather pants? Almost four minutes, and this whole act is supposed to be how long? Like five? five we'll be right back. Coming up, Shaquille O'Neal. Hi, I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we want to tell you about Calm the F*** Down, a guided meditation series from the Oversharing Podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. It's our most requested segment from the podcast. And these meditations are going to be between five and 10 minutes. They're going to be super quick because we don't have a lot of time. You're going to be so surprised how five to 10 minutes of really thoughtful meditations can transform your whole life. In addition to the first four meditations available at launch, we'll be doing two new meditations every single month. Plus, for the fans of Oversharing Podcast out there, you'll also get ad-free versions of every episode of the Oversharing Podcast. So if somebody wants to become a subscriber, how do they join? It's so easy. You just go to subscribe.betches.com and sign up now for only $4.99 a month. Or you can lock in our discounted rate if you sign up for the whole year. That's subscribe.betches.com. Or if you're in the Apple Podcasts app, you can just hit the subscribe button now and sign up in the app. It's as easy as that.
Folks, my first guest this evening is a basketball Hall of Famer turned entrepreneur. He has just written his first cookbook, Shaq's Family Style Championship Recipes for Feeding Family and Friends. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Shaquille O'Neal! Hello. The crowd kind of scared me. The crowd scared you? Yeah, I didn't know it was this many people in here. Oh, yeah. Hello, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really nice to have you on the show. I've interviewed you once before, but that was over Zoom. You are, you are larger in person, my friend. <laughs> Really, really nice to have you on I there. I just get ready to say I was sexy, but it's okay. That's a given. We don't yes, have non-sexy yes. guests on this show. Good point. That's what the C point. in CBS stands for. So this is sexy. my first. So this is my first time meeting you. First time, yeah, first time in person. We've talked over oh, the Zoom, well, but never, nice never pressed the flesh. Nice That's to see awesome. you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I heard. I heard, and happy birthday, I heard it was a big one, the big 5-0. You, you turned 50 last month. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who's older or younger, you or Charles Barkley? Charles is way older. He's way older. Yes. Way older. Yes. What Charles, do you mean by way? Charles is 50 times dog years. <laughs> so he's, he's 350. He's 350 yes. years. Yes. Looks yes. good for a 350-year-old yes. oh, man, Charles Barkley does not look good. Stop it. Don't do that. No, he does not. Cut it I'm out. Write that down. Yes. I'm gonna write yeah, that write down. down. Charles Barkley, D-U-Z, not look good. Does. Are you are you are you staying healthier than Barkley? I sure am. Yeah. What is this? I have heard about this condition here. What does that mean? It's uh, CBO. Does Charles Barkley over the belt belly? <laughs> I don't want my belly to go over my belt. Because uh. if you look at Charles, he has a Santa Claus juicy roll belly. Is it juicy it's roll belly? Juicy roll cinnamon bun belly. It's just. You want to frost it sometimes. Yes, you there do. you go. <laughs> the way to get around that is just never wear a belt. Right. Well, that's you one can't way. wear a belt. They don't make them in size. They're just <laughs> telling you. <laughs> I was like, I never ever want to look like that. Now you you. We, we had your dear friend, Charles Barkley, on. We've had him on many times. One of the times he was on... Oh, you had Charles on the show more than me? <laughs> I can't remember. We'll count later. All right. <laughs> but he's, one of the times he was here, he said something about you, and I would like to get your response to okay. what he said about you. Uh -oh. Go ahead. Who's more shameless in endorsements, you or Shaq? Oh, Shaq got no shame. <laughs> Zero. Let me tell you something. No shame game? Listen, every time I look at TV, there's no doubt in my mind he's gonna do tampons any day. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. <laughs> Ladies, I'm Shaquille O'Neal. Stay fresh. <laughs> As long, I bet that would sell. Yeah, I bet no. that would sell as long as it wasn't as long as it wasn't a partnership with Icy Hot. <laughs> you represent some great products, Thank by the way. You. Thank I you, man. I got a patch on right now. I got a Thank patch you. on. Icy Hot uh, patch on right now. Charles now you've got funny. a new cookbook here. This is this is key. I'm very excited about this. Okay, Shaq's family style. 
with recipes so easy that, quote, even Charles Barkley could do it. <laughs> what made you want to write a cookbook, Jack? Well, I like to eat a lot. Not as much as Charles, but I like to eat. Sure, sure. And, you know, I have three chefs, uh, two Matts and a guy named Alex. And during the pandemic, when it was just nothing to do, I was like, I finally said, teach me how to cook that. Oh, wow. And they would teach me, and I'd go back. And I'm a guy, I'm a visual guy. Like, if I see somebody do it, and then I start practicing it, I develop muscle memory. So, you know, before you knew it, I was cooking, you know, 10 to 15 dishes during the pandemic. Have you ever, have you ever done, like, a very specific kind of diet, like vegan or pescatarian or, like, you know? My favorite diet is uh, uh, called No Diet. <laughs> How strict is that? Not strict at all. Not strict at all? No. no. And my favorite saying is, like, when I eat something I'm not supposed to eat, oh, I guess I'll start my diet tomorrow. <laughs> you write that. Uh, with food, you don't like all the foo-foo nonsense. What is... What do you mean by the foo-foo nonsense? Like, the foam or whatever they put on the... I don't like rich people food. Like what? Like what? Like hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> you like hors d'oeuvres? How yeah. do you feel about appetizers? Like apps for the table? You okay with that? Certain apps, you know, like yeah. we, us regular people, we like chicken wings and. You know, I, sure, I like that. I don't like. I don't <laughs> no, like, nobody's passing chicken wings to yeah, the people in the I tuxedos. I don't like. I don't go, like going to these parties and the caviar and I don't like all that stuff. I want chicken wings, pizza, and chips. <laughs> That's nice. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. This book is also, in some ways, a love letter to your mom, Lucille. Uh, when you think back to being a boy and your mom's cooking, like, what's, what's the happy memory that comes back from your mom's cooking? The happy memory is I would go in the cabinet looking for snacks and wouldn't see anything. And then she'd say, get out of here, boy. And then <laughs> an hour later, it'd be the biggest, most finest bread we'd ever see. And she put a lot of love into it. Like, she would take a lot of things and just put it together, so... I always said to myself, if I make it big time, I want to do something special for my mother. So this is dedicated to her. A lot of her recipes are in here. Uh, you know, I'm not When you a... go home and you say, Mom, I want special food, what is it? What's well, the thing you wanted to make you? It's different now. I, 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 I tell my mother she's retired. I ask her what does she want, and I'll make sure that it gets done. Oh, wow. That's nice. That's nice. What about your kid? How many kids you got? Six. Do you cook for them? Do they like your food? Yes, they better like it. This is all they're gonna get. Are they impressed no. that you're Shaquille O'Neal? Do they care that you're Shaquille O'Neal? No, they do not. That's they nice. Not. Yeah, like That's I, nice. Like I asked them, you know, who's, who's your favorite player? Kobe. <laughs> who's your favorite player? LeBron. Right. Right. Who's paying the bills around yeah, here? Exactly. No, but I, uh, I have uh, six wonderful children. Uh, you know, I. I teach them to be independent, respectful, you know, just have fun. And whatever they want to become, they can become. I also tell them all the time, we don't need another basketball player in the family. I like to have a co-host, uh, mm. uh, you know. A, a, cook? A cook. Do they cook with you? Do they like to cook with you? No, they can't come in my kitchen. Are you bossy in the kitchen? You're like, get out very, of here, you're going to yes, scratch my Teflon? Yes, yes, very, 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 very bossy. I like to, well, first of all, I have to have my cheat sheet. And like, if there's too much going on, I can't concentrate. Because I have super ADHD. So you have your cheat sheet down there, which yes. is like, this base, these are basic steps for everything yes. like that. Like, I get it, and I read it, and I write it down, I have to follow it, and I don't want no noise, no nothing, so get out. Well, I, I promise not to interrupt you later in the show when we're oh. going to cook together. We're going to cook together right over here. You're going to help me. I'm, I hope so. I hope to help. I'm not going to get in your way. That's what I know. 
What do you want to make? Something simple? What? Whatever. You're the chef. Well, let's make let's make some. Nothing frou frou, please. Yeah, no, no frou frou. This... The book is Shaq's family style. Yes, sir. Let's make some Colbert diesel brownies. Colbert diesel brownies. <laughs> it's a deal. Shaq's family style is on sale tomorrow, but stick around. We're gonna cook with Chef O'Neill. We'll be right back with Mayim Bialik, everybody. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Folks, you know my guest, my next guest tonight from her roles in The Big Bang Theory and Blossom and is the new host of Jeopardy. She's now making her directorial debut with the film As They Made Us. Mrs. Frey, I'm going to be blunt. I know you're continuing to make appointments weekly, but your husband is not going to get better. So, do you mean we... we brought him to a doctor, to a hospital where they can't fix him? Ma, he's gonna continue to decline at a more rapid rate now. And we need to talk about hospice. Hospice? What is that? Hospice means we don't think he can live longer than six months. He's gotta eat more! Maybe if you gave him an enema, it would make room for more food. No, Mrs. Frey. You have to stop trying to force him to eat. If he doesn't eat, he's gonna die. Yes, Ma, he's going to die. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Mayim Bialik. <laughs> nice to see you again. Nice to see you. Now, we just had Shaq out here. Yes, And you, you and did. I were talking backstage about how um, truly large the man is. And, yeah. Larger than life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was wondering, had you ever met him before? Had you ever done anything with him before? He passed by me in the lobby of a hotel at an NBA All-Star game when I was, like, 15. Wow. And it stuck with you. He was in a gigantic fur coat. <laughs> so a man that large... That's know, exactly what I said. Yes. That's a lot of fur. So he looked like Chewbacca. <laughs> now that you say it, yes. This is a big week for you because yes. you're making your directorial debut Correct. with the new film, As They Made Us. And I've got a couple of shots here of oh. you. This is, you are, looks like you're climbing a tree, but you're actually directing at we, this point. No, we were you? taking our cast and crew photo, and there wasn't room for me, so I climbed a tree. But you're the director. You put yourself in the tree? It, <laughs> better than putting myself in the corner. I guess so. And you wrote it. I did. Why was this... What was this, like, the first thing, like, first film you direct has to be very personal. What is it? Why did you want to tell this story so much? Um, I, I didn't necessarily want to write it. I felt a need to, to write some of these things down. Uh, my father of blessed memory died seven years ago, and there's a very traditional year of mourning. In, in traditional Judaism, there's a year. 
of a very deep immersion in lots of emotions and feelings and avoiding a lot of interaction with, you know, things that normally bring joy. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's a year of mourning. And after that, a lot of things tend to open up emotionally. And what I started feeling compelled to do was write. I wasn't thinking, I'm gonna make a movie and I'm gonna cast Dustin Hoffman and Candace Bergen. I wrote, as many writers do, because we feel we have to. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, oh, now they'll hire a real writer to write it. And when I showed it to my agency, they said, no, you wrote it, and now we need to find a director. And I said, oh, they'll hire a real director. I haven't directed like this. But I kind of knew how I wanted it to look, and so here we are. <laughs> here's what you look like. There you are. Directing on set. Yep. They're, they're on set. Would, would you... In a cemetery. In a cemetery. <laughs> Spoiler alert, there's a cemetery. Right. Okay. I, I understand there was a tradition you started on set. Oh, um, I, I mean, it was a tradition started thousands of years ago. You when brought it to set. Well, when Friday night came, on the yeah. first Friday that we were filming, um, it felt appropriate to bring in the Sabbath. And we did a communal cast and crew and whoever wanted to observe. We lit candles. We had kosher grape juice and my fantastic uh, makeup artist, Sasha Borax, she uh, would get challah for us so that we could make a full Shabbat. And sometimes we would keep working, as it were, mm -hmm. uh, but many people said they've never had Shabbat on a set, and even Jewish crew members, they were like, hot lighting guy is Jewish? Awesome. So <laughs> we opened up the dating pool as well. <laughs> the film has a lot of people, uh, a lot of reminiscences of the trips that mm -hmm. the daughter has with the father. And I, I wanted to ask you about the, these two photos here, which you, you brought in yourself. You took uh, some trips with your, my, your dad. My father and I took uh, four father-daughter road trips. And one of them, we went to our own personal mecca, which is Hibbing, Minnesota, the birthplace of Robert Zimmerman, also known as Bob Dylan. And that is Bob Dylan's childhood home, or so they told us, and we took pictures in front of it. Is it? Do you, did you find out later that it wasn't, or is it? I'm going to believe that it is, and I'm not going to go on social media when There's people no tell sign me it's or not. There's no sign or anything outside? It's a very small town. They're like, go to that corner. That's his house. We did. We took a picture. Wow. And we tell people like you about it. Besides the fact that he's a brilliant artist, what is it about Dylan that you and your father um, shared? Well, so the my father and I had a very deep musical collection. My dad was... Um, didn't play any instruments, but had a beautiful ear. And kind of for every year of my life, there was a song that he always played in the house for most of that year. Mm -hmm. So I have kind of a built-in soundtrack of my life. And so when I made As They Made Us, I wanted to tell it three ways, with words, with images, and with music. So music is also a huge part of the film as well. So there was there'd be one song of Dylan's that yeah, would the, kind of dominate the year? Pretty much. Like, like what? I mean, it would depend. Like, one year it was Joker Man, which is off Infidels, which is a great album and one of my favorite songs. And then another year it would be Abandoned Love or, like, when Bootleg 1 through 3 came out. Like, that's all we played. Do you have a favorite Dylan song? Oh, it's like picking... Uh, do you have a favorite child? Like, you kind of do, but you don't talk about it on mm. Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> Let's assume... Have you met Bob Dylan? I have met Bob Dylan. He apparently was friends with Bette Midler and I was in this movie, Beaches, sure. when I was 13. And uh, I got a call when I was, like... 17 from my agency at the time saying, Mr. Dylan has requested your presence backstage at the Hollywood Bowl. And I said, I guess I'll be there. And I was... Like, you weren't planning to go. No! Wait, who goes to the... Santana, it was going to be crowded. I wasn't going to go. <laughs> I went backstage as directed at the time that they told me, and he said, Bette Midler speaks highly of you, and I hope you enjoy the show. It was crazy. It was very nice. That was it, though. That's it? That's it. Did you he didn't ask if he should sell his musical catalog. Like, he's not checking in with me. Wow. 
Yep. So your favorite Dylan song is what? I'm not saying. I'll save it for next time. It was lovely to Great see to you see again. Great to see you. so much. <laughs> Jeopardy airs weeknights, and the film, As They Made Us, is in theaters and on demand this Friday. Also, Call Me Cat on Fox. When we come back, Cooking with Shaquille O'Neal. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game. Headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Back with the athlete turned entrepreneur, sports analyst, DJ, and now author of his very first cookbook. Please welcome back Shaquille O'Neal, everybody. Shaq, good to have you here. There you go. All right, Shaq, what are we doing here? What are we, what, what are we making today? We're making Colbert Diesel Oreo brownies. Colbert Diesel? Yes. What's the diesel part? Diesel is me. You're, di you're diesel. You're, okay, all right. You're, you're Colbert. I'm Colbert, got it. And, and the Oreo, black and white. Oh, there you go. Sure. You ready? Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely right. ready. So yes. I've got melted chocolate here. That's always a good start. Not What's yet, gonna happen next? Yet. First we start with the eggs. All right. Ryan, how many there. eggs you need? All of them. All of them? Watch this. One hand crack. Look at oh, that. Oh, sure. Come on, baby. Okay, keep going. Okay. Go. One hand crack. There you go. I have no idea how much shell I'm putting in there. Okay. So, so we stir this till it gets fluffy, about three minutes. Mm-hmm. Should I turn it up a little bit? Or is that, no, that's as fast as it goes? You're interrupting, sir. We don't have, <laughs> there you go. three minutes is a long time on a late night show, that's all I'm saying. That should it? be one minute. It's a long time. Yeah, hold on. One minute, four. I can hear some of my shell in there, I can hear. It's that's like car minutes. wheels on a gravel road. Two now listen, 30. is this, so we're having, we're doing, we're, brownies, is that, is that the diet for an elite athlete? Three minutes, I'm not an elite athlete, I'm retired, sir. I'm gonna take this right mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And you can pour that in there. I pour this in yes, here? Yes, you pour it in there. It's not too hot, but it's going to cook the eggs. Oh, it's so just hot. Listen, this all right, is a deep here we book. go. Yeah, pour it all in there. there I go. forgot, it's TV. Yes, we can just go. lie to the yep. people. There you go. It's not going to cook that. No, no, oh, no not yet. No, don't not do yet. that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I overstepped. More stuff. I overstepped my boundaries. Yeah. Know what that is? Brown sugar. Okay, good job. Thank you. Dump that all in there. All right, that's nice. I've all done right. this before. Okay, smart guy. Which one is this? Whoa, that is just that is just uh, uh, chocolate powder, right? Nope, cocoa. <laughs> no, that's, that's the same thing. Nope, that's the same thing. That's what chocolate no, powder is. What is this? What is that? That'll be that vanilla. That's vanilla, baby. Oh, that's good me. job. Okay. <laughs> What's this? That is salt. Man, you're That's good. a lot of salt, man. Yes. Okay. And then sugar. That is that is sugar right there. Yeah. And then what's that over there? Is that the diesel? No, this is Oreos. More Oreos. Oreos. Okay. Yep. Do we put that? You can put right. that in there. Don't don't turn up so high. You want to see that? I feel like I've really okay. gotten off to a bad start. No, well, this is that is that's kicking up a fair amount of dust. I hope no one has allergies. <laughs> that looks fantastic. Now, do you lick the beater? <laughs> you know, if. If someone, no, you know, if someone's no. good, like if the kids are in the in the kitchen, they're good. They get to lick no. like the batter, the bat, the beater off the batter. No, sir. You don't. No. Okay. No big deal. 
No judgment, no judgment. Yeah. You know? Charles may lick the beater, but I don't lick the beater. Now we are. <laughs> That's good. All right, you ready? We're looking good. Now. Help me out, help me out. What, hold on, I got you. I'm on. I'm on it. I'm on it. One for me. There you go. No, not all of it. Not all, I'm not yeah. doing all of it. And one for you. There you go. All Martha right. Stewart and Snoop Dogg, we're coming for you. <laughs> Let me know right now. All right, come on over here. Have you, have you met Martha? Yes, I know Martha very well. You know Martha very well. I just asked yes. if you had met her. You don't have to brag. I'm just... <laughs> All right, let's crush some Oreos. Some crush some Oreos? We yeah. just take them, just take your hands and just crush them? Yeah, just crush like them that? Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. And this, what, what, this is gonna give me my protein. What is this? A lot of protein. There you go. All right. All right. Then you come over here. You know what this is? That is uh, two cans of Spam. What is that? No, it's Dulce do Leche. Oh, yeah. Yes, so it's... Sweetened milk. Yes, it's sweetened milk. And mm -hmm. you know if you cook sweetened milk for an hour or two, it turns into a... Uh, Caramel. That's been cooking for a couple hours? Yes. Sealed. 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 So that's not going to explode and cover you no, with, it, like, it will not. flaming sweetness. So I got one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back <laughs> off a little bit. I'm going to back off just a little bit. It's kind of hot. You sure? Yeah, I'm not. Careful. Because it turns into caramel, buddy. See, look at that. Ah. Oh. For real? Can you get, like that. Do you need, need help? Yeah, I need your help. Need help? There Come you go. on. Martha and, Martha and Snoop are watching us. Let's go. <laughs> All right, right there. There you go. There you go. There it is. All okay, right, that's good. Nine. One for you. Now what do we do? Got a whip. Wh wh what? Whisk. Got a whisk? Yeah. Oh. All right. Mm -hmm. Where'd you learn these recipes? Check. YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> good for you. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you, are you doing, like, uh, videos? Oh, is this peanut butter? Of course what? it is. You didn't say of course. Yes. Did, did you say anything about peanut butter? You said nothing about peanut butter. Because everybody knew it was peanut butter, sir. <laughs> I just got up here, and it didn't smell like Dolce so It smells like peanut butter. Now we can go to the future. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to go to the future. Is it down here? Look what we made. Wow. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No whipped cream, sir. What? Ice cream. No. <laughs> Would you like some here? Get a sure, plate. I'll take some ice cream. There you there go. We're we going to give this to the audience. What are we going to do with this? And then, and then you put some of this on top of oh, it. Oh, damn, son. That is good. That'll do it. Look yes, at that. Look at yes. that. This is winning. Yes, right there. Bob. I am winning. And that's that how is you make good. it. And this is. You are ready for the playoffs. Charles right Barkley, I got your appetizers. <laughs> that's it. The book. <laughs> the book is Shaq's family style. The man is Shaq. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, 
Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.